Howdy DC on screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC on screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if we if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But, um, hey, or toss hell, a coin. Man, you know, once you, once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us and we'll put it on Facebook. Just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. I, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Right Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hey. Today we are talking about Legends of Tomorrow 105, Failsafe. So just to, uh, just to start us out, I believe last week you asked me if Marina Baccarin was still playing Gideon. I did. I don't know if it was... Yeah. I looked it up. She is not. I was listening closely this episode and thought, she sounds a little too British. And then I looked her up and yeah, sure enough, season two of The Flash and season one of Legends of Tomorrow, Amy Amy Pemberton is playing Gideon, uh, Marina Baccarin, uh, who we all know and love from Gotham and Daredevil and most, not Daredevil, Deadpool. I keep doing that. But most importantly, Firefly. She was an R on Firefly. Right. Uh, Marina Baccarin only did it for season one of The Flash. So yeah, that is busy. answered. She's busy. I mean, well, she I, is I, busy. it's not like a voice session for her was that big a deal, but we're talking about a couple hours, but whatever. Whatever. She doesn't have time, Jason. I, I think they just couldn't afford her to do some silly voice in the back of an episode or something. Yeah, I mean, she, she may just, have. She just hit she, huge she, money with Deadpool. Yeah. Um, Made that bank. So, already loving Stein, man. So is to be tortured then. Oh, yeah. Go on with it. Yeah. Oh. I had that one written down, too. It's okay. amazing. Um, I was disappointed. Um, I got all excited because I, I you know, at, on our Twitter feed, on DC On Screen, we do follow Carlos Valdez, and he said, uh, you know, don't uh, don't miss me on Legends of Tomorrow. I yeah. Like, yeah. I was really looking forward to like maybe was... seeing you know vibe in a few years when he's mastered some of the tricks or something. I had mm-hmm. I had my hopes way up there, and it was nice to see him, and it was even nice to see the little flash uniform in the background. But mm-hmm. I had I had I had hoped for more. I actually I wish yeah, Carlos I hadn't mean, said it actually because now I would I would have been like oh my god great with no expectations yeah yeah and I feel bad because I like 
Jason doesn't follow anyone on Twitter ever. No, I, he's I don't. not on Twitter. I'm not a, a Twitter um, folk. Actually, you are on Twitter, but I think I manage your account. Um, I, that's all news to me. <laughs> no, there was the stuff Jason says Twitter account. Oh, yeah. That was just big chronicling random things you said, mostly while playing Batman. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> but... Um, I haven't actually done anything with that account in a while. But oh, yeah, sure. so, uh, but yeah, I texted Jason and was like, Carlos says he's going to be on Legends. And, yeah. He was just in it for a second and it was like a program. Yeah. It was a, it they were trying even. to fool Stein into giving them the, the formula. Yeah. <sighs> By the way, spoilers. Spoilers for Legends of Tomorrow episode five. Um, if you haven't seen it, why? Um, Really love Captain Cold. That, that that's gonna be the the uh, the overwhelming and consistent opinion on this series is I really love Captain Cold. This isn't my first prison break. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was fun. Actually, yep. the line I like. I mean, that was cute. That was cute. Thanks, writers. But um, I actually liked uh, the we're all just pawns, Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. I actually like that more. I mean, his little. I mean, and he is. He's very very aware. It. it it's it he is he's presenting himself as a very hard guy to get um to take advantage of to to get ahead on mm-hmm. and he's actually like he's way above average in crew participation like he's becoming the de facto leader of the crew itself like it's Rip's team mm-hmm. and it's his ship and he gets to apparently make a lot of the calls still because he knows more but you get in the it's feeling like that the mutinous first in command yeah and, well and you get the feeling that if Snart you know rallied behind another idea they would rally behind Snart first. It's starting to get to that point. I mean, even Ray right now, um, I think is is kind of happy uh, with Team Snart. Mm-hmm. Sarah sure is. By the way, yeah. Oh man, I'll get to that in a second. Um, my favorite bit in this episode. By the way, I'm gonna liken it to something here. So, spoilers for Firefly mm-hmm. if you haven't seen this. But this <laughs> this scene is almost as good as. There's a scene in Firefly where, in I believe the last episode, where um, the whole crew is asleep and Jane, uh, Adam Baldwin's character, hears a ruckus going on. He yanks off this, he yanks the sheet off of a wall to reveal a bunch of guns, and then uses the sheet to go go to sleep. He curls up and he yeah. just rolls up and goes to sleep. And they played it with the music like it was going to be a big thing. Likewise, in Legends of Tomorrow, in this episode, like Ray is getting the shit beaten out of him on in the prison yard. And Mick, like, the, the music escalates. He grabs a lighter from a dude and then commences to just stare at the flame. Yeah, for what looks like hours. <laughs> just absolutely. No, he tried to help him. He tried to help before when he said, like, uh, put your hand down. Like, and he's not even, he's not a gentle uh, teacher at all. Um, and, you know. It, <laughs> and God, that fucking. Put your hand out. God, his voice is so far down there. It's fun to. Yeah. I like the guy, man. I, like him and uh, him and Snart are kind of growing too. Like they're they're actually mm-hmm. learning lessons and and making new choices that they wouldn't have otherwise made. They are, and importantly, like Mick. Oh, there's a uh, wonderful okay. line about like uh, when when you see Mick's finally starting to grow a little bit. It's uh, it's like there's got to be something you you know you dream about. It's like the perfect the perfect score, or whatever, or something you would die for, mm-hmm. or whatever the the perfect score. And then Ray just says, "The only difference is how we define score." And yeah. uh, you you see it you see it on his face for just a second it, it that got to him made him yeah. made him think about it. I did love the um, 
the callback where the the uh, soldier says, "Still planning on going Rocky Four on my ass." <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> at the end of the movie, changed my mind. Ivan Drago lives at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Oh, and then and I Ray loved everything up. Ray Ray stepping up in that room. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like him at it's first. Like, I liked him just picking a fight in the in the you know in the yard. It's I, I want to say picking, but like that guy's giant. Yeah. Like it's just just yeah. giant. And what, what cracked me up about that was like the guys like talking about how he's an American with perfect teeth, and I'm like looking at the big dude who says it, and I'm like, dude, your, your teeth, teeth are pretty great, perfect, man. What, what, what your you? teeth are awesome. Who are ye to call the kettle white? <laughs> but yeah, I loved Ray. But like, yeah, Ray stepping. And like, the thing oh, I'm loving yeah, about Ray like, is that every time somebody so what your mother him, said last night, oh yeah, you have some mouth on you. So does your mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But every time somebody punches Ray, like it, no matter how dumb an idea it is, he punches that motherfucker right back. Yeah, I, I'm digging that out of like the Playboy scientist CEO level billionaire that you know. Now that his hands are dirty, he's he's getting his hands dirty. He's fine with that. He's not gonna have to wash them off. He's not reaching for sanitizer. Oh, so, <laughs> so much for the plan, crook. See you later, assassin. Yeah, oh, that sorry. was good. Uh, that was good. Um. <laughs> that one made me laugh. Really Lots of good lines in the show. Uh, that's not my issue. I do have an issue. It, yeah, there there are a couple in there still. It's it's still got a little bit of that somewhat clunky feel to it. Um, oh my gosh, when Mick is, is realizes that like well, well he he decides that he and um, what's his face uh, Captain Cold what's wrong with me <laughs> uh, Snart decide to like take uh, take Ray out or bring him out. Uh, of the prison save him he's like you know he he, he took a yeah saving i don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> he took a beating for me yeah he took a beating for me um i love that ray is like says hey mick this is a strange kind of hug <laughs> <laughs> he's doing that with like four broken ribs too so it's taken a lot to be to be witty at this point because that um, you know the the hammer straight to the back. I'm I'm already thinking. Oh man, I hope he yeah. aims a little to the right or the left. And you're just at that point, like a punctured lung and some ribs being broken would be a damn sight better. Now here's something that bothered me. How is Star City like the seat of the Cold War resistance in 2003? No, I don't know. I, it, like, uh-huh. it, it's not so much that it was the seat of the resistance. I think it was That's, the it was the seat of. That is the most- exactly what Gideon said. That is is it exactly literally? What Gideon said. I thought it was just the yes. seat of the emotional fulcrum he needed to use no. against Sarah. No, oh, for real. Gideon says Star City is the seat of the cold. She's like, this is Star City. It's the seat of the Cold War resistance in 2003. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch that, and I have no idea. Um, I'm like, not New York. Not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Queen doesn't win the election, and Dark uh, makes. This is 2003. This is pre-Queen. This is pre-Oliver. Oh, yeah, 2003. Yeah, you're right. All right, well, Dark would have still been there. Maybe his communist corn plan finally came into fruition. Dark? You mean uh, Merlin? Well, I mean Dark because he's timeless, apparently. But um, Well, well, why would he be in Star City right then? I don't know. It's 2003. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm reaching, man. I'm reaching. I don't, like, Merlin never had any particularly communist, uh, like, I don't remember seeing any kind of tendencies out of him. I don't know. I have no idea. I got nothing. But it would be the Cold War resistance, so it would be it would it probably would be the Queens. It would probably be Robert Queen and Malcolm Merlin fighting to keep capitalism. I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. I, I don't know. <laughs> Abandon all hope just, ye who enter the I don't know. It just, you know, makes more sense that it would not be the seat of the Cold War resistance in two thousand whatever. Um 
By the way, Soviet Firestorm sounds like some crap from a 1950s comic. Can't get behind it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and how could Sarah possibly know that she's tr- that he that this woman is trying to merge with Stein at that exact moment? You couldn't see anything. She could barely see him. She could only see Stein when he's like walking through the yard. That does that's not enough to tell you that oh she's going to try to merge with him. It was uh, no, she's just it's a, locating it's a logical himself, leap, but it was a, it was a somewhat intuitive one because you know. This girl's crazy. Clearly, she's decided. I don't know. It's it's mm-hmm. some. It's a good guess, but it's not like the only guess I could have possibly made. Yeah, um, I love that they all just left those prisoners to die there. Oh yeah. Um. They they they're not gonna she make went it. Nuclear. They're not gonna make. It. I mean, shutting down a Russian gulag or a Soviet gulag is maybe maybe yeah, not the worst thing you, know, you can do to a timeline. Probably not. Uh, Although, course, didn't you, you know. say uh, on the way out, didn't they, aren't they like congratulating each other for not fucking up the timeline finally? Mm. And then we land and, and there's, uh, you know, Star City's destroyed anyway. Maybe that was what happened. Oh, they didn't land. Crashed? They crashed. Yeah. But uh, I, I love that they, they left all those prisoners to die. They didn't have time to save them. But as Snart puts it, there's always time to steal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then Mick, more drinking, less feeling. Yep. Right on. Yep. Um, now, I don't know what they spent their budget on, but Kronos shooting at them—it looks like some shit out of VR Troopers, man. Yeah. I, see, I thought um, I thought that was where you were going to pull in your Star Trek references—the the the time hole tunnel fight. Mm, no, that didn't even look like Star Trek. That looked like VR Troopers. That was real weird. <laughs> when they, oh man, when he hits the when the the Rave Rider gets hit and it starts going down, it's just like that was some eight bit stuff, man. That was like. That was some Sega Genesis doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't nearly that bad, man. Sorry, 16-bit. It, um. <laughs> it looked... That was that was fully 64 bits. Sorry. No, it does. It, it looks like VR Troopers. It really does. It doesn't... Um, I mean, it, it's it's not hardly as as bad as you're describing, but it wasn't the best... Uh, that clearly wasn't where their money was. Yeah. Right. I think any time... Um, like, the problem with having a character like Firestorm on the show is that he's probably pretty expensive. So I think if you have him at all, you have to make choices. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Bethany a pointed out something pretty elaborate set design when they get to Star City uh, at the end of the episode. Um, she, uh, Bethany, pointed out that um, she thought it was funny that like the char- the exact characters we named off last week of being the weakest, Shiara and um, and Ray, were the ones complaining Wait, about Shiara being and... part of the B team this week. No, Shiara and uh, Jay and uh, Jackson. No, J- no, yeah, not Ray. Uh, Jax. Sorry, yeah. Shiara and Jax. Um, we're complaining about are now the, complaining the about B the B team. team thing. Yeah, yeah. And look, Rips. I thought Rips' logic was pretty flawless. I'm not going to give the two things that he wants most in the world to him right now. I'm sorry, y'all are staying on the ship. Except for like two minutes later when he's like, "No, I was wrong." No, that's They're a good going. idea. Go swoop in there. <sighs> Rip and Hunter what? is, but uh, he's not a good leader. He's not. He's not he's a great bad. leader. I think he's I think he'll mature leader. into the role. I hope. But he can't take a beating, and that is worth that's worth something. Something. And yeah. The the early the sauna scene. I I love how outmatched he is, and he like. He's got pluck. He's got just a lot of pluck. That's fun to watch. Yeah, well, you know. And that's why he might win and he might end up being able to actually lead this team. If uh, you know, if you let the character develop, all that pluck and never backing down, that yeah. will eventually help you out. Well, unless you're married to Marlon Brando in a streetcar named Desire, taking a beating will only get you so far. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think yeah. we've hit that wall. <laughs> um, did you just stella me? I did. I couldn't, I couldn't help it. Don't you stella me? Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. But 
Oh, by the way, uh, something that something that I noticed with uh, with Victor Garber was it you? That, was it you that revealed to me that uh, Victor Garber's uh, gay? Wasn't that like last yes. week? You told me about that, and I was all surprised. Yeah, I so, so. Yeah, I I thought it was funny later. Like, um, it was a it was a neat touch. I, I thought they like let him get this line in on the show just uh, just because it was a nice thing for him to be able to say. Mm. But um, he's given the speech about how. You know, in America, we're allowed to vote in free elections, and and he specifically right. gets to mention and love whom we choose. Right. I thought, ah, oh, good for Victor. Because mm-hmm. I actually, uh, when I heard that line, I went back and looked it up, and he uh, apparently he's never really been too hidden about it, but he's just now recently gotten, yeah, just, just now recently hit the hit the sideline or hit the uh, headlines. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and he just got married over the summer, I think it was. So, yeah, when you know he finally could. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where he lives, but the, the field I'm is a lot gonna, larger than it was last year. I'm going to guess California. I don't know. Isn't uh, that where they all live over there? Like, not gay people, but the people who are acting in the show. <laughs> the people who are acting <laughs> in the show. I think, yeah, I think we're on the right side of the country for that. Actually, no, they all right. live in Canada when they're actually acting on these shows. Well, sure. Vancouver, but, yeah. Yeah. But that wouldn't hold much for, I don't know, maybe they, maybe they were in Canada. I don't know. But, yeah, I thought they shot in Vancouver, but... I I know Arrow does. I assume everybody point. shoots in Vancouver. It's just so cheap. <laughs> so cheap, and the city just looks like a city. I watched like the first ten minutes of the the brand new X Files, and I went, "Yep, that's Vancouver." <laughs> 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 They're back. Welcome back. Which is, if I understand correctly, why David Duchovny left way back in the day. He was just like, "I can't handle Vancouver anymore." Right. Um, anyway, jumping back to uh, Legends here. Um, Cannot be happier for the uh, Firestorm lady to be gone. She was annoying to me. Uh, yeah, um, the fiance like walked near the room while I was watching it, and then as she walked away, I went, "Why is that lady having like a three minute orgasm?" <laughs> I had no explanations. I don't know. She just got superpowers, and she's kind of weird. I got nothing, babe. Sorry. You know what? You know what you should have said. What? This girl is on fire. <laughs> no, because then the uh, song gets my head, and I hate it. You <laughs> bastard. Hey, man, don't stop believing. I am anyway. going to harm you physically. <laughs> the, the, the next opportunity that arises, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. All right, so <laughs> they, they, the, our legends have crash-landed in the year 2046. Right. Connor Hawk, Green Arrow. Connor uh, Hawk, Green Arrow. S- no longer is it Palmer Industries, it's Smoke Industries. And I love how Ray is just like, what is it? It looks what? like a Palmer Industries building, but it's just smoke. That's so confusing. Well, Why am I not amazing in every possible timeline? Like, did, remember how you died and no one cared, Ray? Right. That. Remember how Felicity was way better than you in every possible way? That. <laughs> he was thinking he was going to be like one of those names that just never goes away, or like Bell or something. It's it's no matter how many people are the now the CEO, it's just always going to be Bell. Or mm-hmm. now here's something that I could not like. The first thing I thought of was Ray, you jackass. You're standing right in front of Snart and Mick, and you're like. Oliver, hey, I know it's been a while. Well, can you not say <laughs> Green Arrow's real name in front of two bad guys? Right. I know um, they just saved your ass, but they're still bad guys. No, the, the show has forgotten that people don't know things. And my other evidence is like after Jay finishes running uh, the lamest combine exercise I've ever seen, he uh, says, like, Barry Allen who? Why the fuck does he mm-hmm. know who Barry Allen is? 
Did I Jax? forget something from his time on Flash? Oh, I'm sorry. I did forget something from his time on Flash. He's been in Star Labs and everything. Yeah, Jax has. He knew. Yeah, I, I thought totally that was a dumb that. line. It was a dumb I'm line. I'm like, yeah, no, you, you, totally it was a really dumb that. line. You you ran about half a yard. Your your like ACL gave out, and you hobbled to that switch and barely made it. Barry yeah. Allen, who? Nope. Still the Flash. <laughs> You're still a piece of crap, buddy. And uh, someone let me know if I'm wrong about this, but that's not how ACLs work. <sighs> I, I think the way the ACL works is when it when it gives out on you, you, you can't hobble any damn where. Yeah, and you know, hey, I kind of thought it was interesting that he oh, cut and he's, himself. By the way, he's just standing later. Just standing around. Yeah, yeah. Problemless. Yeah, maybe he has one of those those magic Dark Knight Rises knee braces. Right. Or ACL braces. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the fuck um, Renewed all of the cartilage <laughs> in his knee suddenly. Right in that. I feel like I, I felt like the way that device worked was it just pinched off all the feeling in the bottom of his leg. Mm. It's still a bunch of bones rattling together every time I take a step, but I can't feel them now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, saying Barry Allen who, that's a lot like, uh, you know, throwing a bunch of baskets or trying to throw a bunch of baskets and missing every one of them. And then when you finally get one saying, eat your heart out, Michael Jordan. No, yeah. Yeah. no, no. Yeah. Like, you know, you know the guy at the office that always balls up paper and like throws it in the trash can, and like the one time you you know all week you'll see him, and like by Friday he finally hits a shot and says, "Yes, I'm the best." No, but you no, no, you're you're not, you're not, and your lunch breaks have been way too long this week. Next week I want that, I want that fixed. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I just decided to look over and look at the Scott Madison comments in this episode. He pretty much said everything we said. Yeah, he was. Uh, we were on the same page with that one. Oh, uh, yeah. one of the one of the other snart lines I love so much. Uh, he's teasing Sarah about this, and this is you know getting into like Sarah was really becoming a Captain Cold fan at the moment. He's mm-hmm. teasing her though about it, and um, what's his line like? I just don't want you to forget who you're talking about. Yeah, he he it was a good it was a good tactic, good move. Mm-hmm. This guy's pretty manipulative for someone who's getting shot at most of the time. Like he's, I have he's a hard good time. On his feet. I have a hard time not wanting to just hug Wentworth Miller at any given time. He just I don't know why evokes. Empathy for me? Your sympathy? I don't know. I just... I want to be his friend. Just want, just want to have a good hang, man. <laughs> I also want him to be in everything I ever write. That is... Yeah, if that, I could... Dude, if I could get... drawing tone he's come up with for this character is, is so, so wonderful. If I could get Wentworth Miller to, to do the opening for DC on screen, it will change. It will happen. <laughs> and he'll be on for every episode. Absolutely permanently, Jay. Right, welcome yeah. in to DC on screen. I might right. even put any music to that. Just like, yeah, Wentworth Miller. No, we're not diluting <laughs> we're not diluting this with any silly music. Fuck that. <laughs> but you you've been asking me what my problem is with Legends of Tomorrow. I've been trying to get I a think... handle on it because I, I I know like we, we can have a lot of back and forth about some problems the show's having and how weak like a couple of the characters are, but I'm still really enjoying watching the episodes and I've and it seemed like you were mm-hmm. you were behind me on that one and I was I kept I've been trying to get my finger on it. What's what's bothering you about the show? I've been trying to figure it out myself and I think one of the problems is, you know, they're they're touting all of these these characters. Well, first of all, none of these characters are that big. Um, it doesn't like, yeah, it's like, oh my gosh, we have Firestorm and, and Hot Girl and they're live action and I never thought I'd see this. Yeah, that's true, but you gave me Firestorm on The Flash already and then had like a whole season or, you know, how about a half of a season roughly put together of 
Firestorm running around with the Flash and helping him. Um, so, and then we had the Atom over on Arrow, and and Arrow has Speedy and Arsenal and all these cats, and Spartan, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, to me, it kind of feels like we've already been doing the whole team bit on both of these shows, and now to just have like a team show with all these like second player, second rate characters. See, what what really excited me about the Legends of Tomorrow in the first place was that they really did. And if you go back and look at that first, like, little mini teaser thing they they shot, a little trailer they shot, Green this Arrow and The Flash were with them. Yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping that we'd have a little more audience particip- participation from uh, those two. But, like, what a... Um I'm I'm not viewing it as much as, like, a, oh, thank God we finally have a team-up show. I It's it's a team-up show by, by rote nature, but it... Uh-huh. The thing I'm enjoying about it is like most of the characters that are here are people I wanted to spend more time with. Like mainly, right. it's, it's Stein, Palmer, Heatwave, and Captain Cold, and then I'm kind of getting used to the and rest of them. And Sarah's growing on me a little more than she like she's better here than she was on Arrow by a long shot. Right, and you know, um, but, Bethany actually complained about it as well. She was like, "I don't like we have her with dry hair, and then she's in the costume and she has greased back hair. It's so gross. I don't understand." <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't know why. I it, see. Um, that's the kind of thing that like. There's a reason. There's a reason I uh, I have to defer to to people, man. I I would never. It would never occur to me to look at her hair in that capacity. Yeah, I, but um. I see it now that not, she's mentioned it, but it wouldn't yeah, hit me. It's not just the team aspect, though. It's like first of all, like the team aspect has been done, and you know, done well on Arrow and the Flash. Both have done so. Okay, cool. Um. I think the other issue, though, aside from, as you put it, with uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, the the shine is just is just off of that shoe now. Right. Um, the other aspect is, I'm just, they are not, they're spending too much time in one time. We have 16 episodes. They were promising us, like, you know, almost episodic adventures through time. And while I appreciate that they're, do- they're, they're hitting a serialized storytelling technique... I don't need to be in the same time for three episodes at a time. Like I don't need to be see a nineteen, you know, three episodes of nineteen eighty six. I don't need to see three episodes of nineteen seventy five. Well, a, a very important uh, thing for me is that you haven't seen three. You've seen two. Okay, that helps. It that felt helps. Like three. I know, but that helps me hugely on this because I, two is about where I'd want it. And yeah, I agree. Uh, like three, unless it's a season finale and the story's just worth three episodes of of. Screen time. I mean, if you've got, I mean, that's essentially a movie at that point. And if you've got a movie's worth of material that's that good, lay it down. Let's do it. But mm-hmm. uh, two's not like two for me is a good enough time frame that you can give me a real good meaty story. And every couple mm. of weeks, I'm still kind of getting my um, my little bit of resolution. I mean, like when we ended last week, um, it was one of the it's the kind of episode that felt like it was it had to have the other episode. It just Mm-hmm. That's fine with me because it's like you get a bunch of mini seasons inside a season mm-hmm. if they do it right. Uh, Scott Scott made a great point. Uh, Rip has the drop on Savage with a pistol to his head. Shoot Savage in the spine, paralyzing him, but leaving leaving him alive. Kendra takes Savage's knife and kills him. Series finale. Yes, but it doesn't have to be the series finale. We can well, kill Vandal Savage. I hate Vandal Savage so much right now on the show. I think he's doing such a terrible job and. I don't think it's, like, we've already had twice now, or at least twice, where Rip could have killed him, and then did kill him, knowing he will come back. 
I'm like, dude, just. I kind of I like that. Well, see, I'm not I'm not at all convinced that shooting him in the spine is going to actually uh, do enough damage to somebody like him. Um, it, I'm not sure how you're going to get her in a room with him and get that knife off him. Like, don't get me wrong, getting the knife off him would have been a great idea, but I have no reason to think that he had the knife on him at any point during this adventure. Keeping the little Why pocket not? watch, fine. It's a little pocket uh-huh. watch. But he's kept that pocket watch on him for what eleven years. Yeah, but that's like it's a pocket watch. It's a useful device that you may need to keep one of anyway, and it's a nice taunt to one of your like oldest enemies. That's a thing I can totally justify keeping on you. But <laughs> that is a thing he would keep on you. Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I fired like a guy. A couple one, of... I fired a guy one time, and um, he left his jacket behind, and I used. Uh, uh, I hated the guy, so I, I called it like wearing the skins of my enemies. Um. <laughs> This guy warranted it. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, man. He, um, I, if I were, if I'm in Vandal's place, keeping the pocket watch out of spite, totally get that. Mm-hmm. But that knife, I'm not keeping on me, man. I'm keeping that knife way locked away because it is the one thing that can kill me. Mm-hmm. I'm burying that motherfucker like it was a piece of kryptonite. Like it, you're gonna have trouble finding. It. You're not gonna be able to just like knock behind, like cock me on the back of the head, search my jacket, and stab me in the back. Hell no. Right. I get behind. I, I can totally get behind the theory more if, like, if you freeze frame it and show me that that is exactly the same knife on his on his uh, belt. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah. I, yeah, I'm. I'm good with that. But I didn't think it was. I don't know. I I would assume it was just because it's Vandal Savage and this va- version of Vandal is so cocky. I think he the would cocky be part to keep I get, it on him. and that the cocky part's true to, true to form for Vandal Savage. I thought. Um, but the other part of it that I don't mind is like constantly killing Vandal Savage is for me that sounds perfectly therapeutic enough for rip hunter to to really enjoy mm-hmm. like he every time he just cuts his no throat purpose, really. or blows him up or something you just you feel better for just a couple of seconds like you don't miss your family for just that one second while you're being vengeful and that yeah i can get behind yeah. that yeah yeah that's gonna have to change real quick because i'm losing interest very quickly just oh my gosh and like, this killing is... him over and over again yeah nah, like, i don't, I don't think you're gonna get rid of that don't think you're gonna Either. get rid of that for a minute uh, i think he'll probably kill him a couple more times with any luck, though, they'll mix it up where it's not like the... Uh, I think you'll enjoy it more if next time they do it, it's a little more flippant. Mm-hmm. Like, they... Vandal's getting away, and Rip almost, like, like shoots him in the back of the head, just even maybe pull a joke into it. Like, Rip, Vandal's about to get away, Rip realizes it, pops him in the back of the head, and hops back on the ship going, you know, almost forgot to do that this time. Give you, like, a little line... It, just give it a little levity for your... Uh, I think you'd be interested then. Uh, levity is is not gonna is not gonna win the day on this one for me. Like I is they've got to go somewhere with this series. I, I feel like it's it's the Lucifer problem. They're not going anywhere. Well, it's it's I've well first I don't think it's nearly as thorough as the Lucifer problem, but I I do agree. Um, and that's the downside I mean, of what I've been talking about is like getting a bunch of mini movies is great, but the mini movies have to get you somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, so far uh, we're kind of just falling into each adventure and i don't know where that's leading us because it's just like every episode is just like okay well here's the timeline now oh well now it's messed up again now there are soviet firestorms oh well now th- dude come on i mean if like, it's just bailing through time but... slipping on bananas and fixing their own fucking mistakes yeah this is going to be a weird show for the for a, the whole season like, and gonna... it seems like every episode these characters like oh well, now we're, we've finally learned we have to be a team Every episode you learn this, and then you forget it by the next episode. And most of the time, the next episode's picking up where the last one left off. What's happening? I, no, I feel like they've done a little more team building with each one that uh, that made some sense. I like, um, yeah, like I smart, mean, yeah, some of it's been really good. Time, I felt like they 
they finally learned lessons. I mean, there's been enough. Mm-hmm. It's the other problem with the show that's got this kind of ensemble is you've got all of these people have to bond together, and it's not just enough to like kill Hawkman and say we're a team now. Um, you know, that's not going to be good enough for somebody like Captain Cold to not leave your ass behind. Uh, it's just not. It's not, and it would be well, weak. Like I, I would think that was pretty lame if that's w- the way they played it. Like, no, for Carter, well, every fucking well, yeah. episode, I'd be pissed. Right. If they don't have to go that way either. I mean, you can have a crew that has conflict amongst themselves without it being, you know, constantly like, oh, we can't be a team. Oh, we have to, like, uh, can we just get rid of the moral of the story and do like a Firefly? Like, I hate to keep bringing that show up, but it really is a perfect <laughs> example of everything. It's a great show. It's like the best show ever made. It's it's pretty damn tight, yeah. Um, Pretty damn tight writing on that thing, too. I mean, you know, I... And if you guys haven't seen Firefly, I don't know how you're still listening to this show and you haven't watched Firefly, because I mention it all the time. It's so good. <sighs> Hours in the or day. Or at the very least. At the very least, you can watch something, and if you don't agree with me, you can write in and be like, what the hell are you babbling about, talking about Firefly all the time? <laughs> Stop <laughs> comparing these shows to Firefly. They're never going to be as bad as Firefly, and then we'll have something to talk about. Right. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, there was a they, they played a song in the background when they're doing the um, On Their Way Out. Uh, when they're they're having the little party down, let's have a drink um, moment. The the song they're playing in the background is the uh, and I know we'll meet again some sunny day. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just wondered if that was supposed to be as quick a reference to the Vandal Savage just getting off as it appeared to be. Mm, probably. I'm gonna guess. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I, you know, yeah, that's it. I that's I, all I, I have. I hope the show gets better. Like I I have issues with it. I do enjoy it. But uh, it's not exactly what I wanted it to be. It's not what I hoped it would be. Um, I'll also say that knowing that I'm not really exactly sure what I wanted it to be. But um, I'm feeling my way through the problems. And uh, thankfully, you're actually a little more uh, you're a little more cheer- cheerful on it, as as it were. So I'm just more not, positive. It keeps me it, it keeps me happy enough. There's enough good liners. It just one liners alone in there are worth mm-hmm. a lot of time. Oh and, yeah. There's enough interaction. There's enough activity. Um, even more character development than we're stopping to give it credit for because there's like mm-hmm. nine people and if we talk about every single fucking nuance that these people display every week, we'd only be able to talk about one. But, mm-hmm. man, it's it's still, it's keeping me engaged enough that I realize it needs to do a couple of things. But Because mm-hmm. no matter how much you're thinking, oh, we need to do a couple of things and oh my God, is the wave rider going to be down because we're going to be stuck in this time for like forever and oh my God, there's Green Arrow. Never mind, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah that's right next week we do get uh we get goatee ollie goatee ollie so. and uh oh uh, you, you know you mentioned you you felt cheated by the sizzle reel because it um it had mm-hmm. green arrow and flash in it well flash's costume mm-hmm. and a, a, a connor hawk right well <laughs> you know i was kind of hoping it actually would have ollie and and barry in the show uh I was on too. a weekly basis i was too i was hoping oh, here's a side uh, adventure we had I was hoping they'd have to visit, like, you'd go off, do some more times, have to come back and do the present there for just a second, and maybe do something with it, but mm-hmm. don't know. Yep. Anyway, um, I'm going to wrap this up. This is DC on screen. Thank you for listening. Oh, hey, uh, one more thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. There's just one quick callback in the show that was nice. Um, that brought, was it Bratva? Brat, Russian gang that sounds like Bratwurst? Okay. That's Ollie's tattoo. That's the... Oh, yeah, I thought that. That was it. Like, yeah. That was a nice callback. I did write that down. Nice callback. Apparently I actually that's wrote the... Ollie, I actually wrote Russian Ollie shit? Question mark. 
Right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but good, good callback to the uh, thing we haven't mentioned in like two seasons over on the other show. Yeah, which they're going to have to explain how he became part of that. But anyway. And that's the kind of stuff I'm interested in them doing more of is like when you're like, hey, we're going to be in Russia for this episode. Why we Somebody actually piping in and going, you remember the tattoo Ollie's got? Why don't we just make sure it's the same people? Oh, it's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we are DC On Screen. Thank you so much for listening. You can check out every episode of DC On Screen at dconscreen.com. We have done more than just review episodes. We do a news episode. We've reviewed a bunch of other stuff and talked about it. Go check it out. dconscreen.com, iTunes, Stitcher. We're on both of those places. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, mcucast.com. We are part of the Giant Says Team Up Network, giantsaysteamup.com. Oh, man, we're going to be coming out probably Tuesday or Wednesday we'll drop um, with a news episode. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Keep some DC on screen in your ears. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>